0: The Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good Sir Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast and we had some breaking news here on this Friday news dump as New Orleans Saints, according to Ian Rappaport, are likely going to be out without the services of Michael Thomas, their stud megastar wide receiver, uh, potentially according to Larry Holder of The Athletic, for up to the first five games of the regular season, Lundy. Still some residual impacts uh, from the offseason ankle surgery uh, that he underwent. So... Obviously, this is a knockout punch uh, for this Saints team, and one, you know, they may not be able to get off the mat from uh, the rest of the season. You look at the New Orleans Saints right now, uh, they are projected to have nine wins. That is the over-underline unanimously across sportsbooks and at BetMGM and DraftKings, it is juiced to the... Over, believe it or not, and in light of this news, Lundy, at minus 105, I would bang out the under on that total. You look at the Saints, their first five games, they got a middle-of-the-pack projected strength of schedule, uh, but the first five games at home against uh, Green Bay, we'll see if Aaron Rodgers is going to be under center for the Packers, at Carolina, at New England, the Giants at home, and at Washington. Then they got the bye week, which would make sense then, for Thomas to return week seven, at Seattle, but will his conditioning be up to par? Is he going to be on some sort of snap count uh, for the first couple of games? I mean, it's entirely realistic. Also not knowing who is going to be quarterbacking for this team and also knowing that the crutches to lean on are Marquez Calloway, Traquan Smith, and Adam Troutman. And Smith has had his moments, been but has largely been wildly inconsistent. They either you know, feature Alvin Kamara like 30 times, uh, over the first five weeks or this team, whether it's Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston, is looking at being underwater with maybe only a couple of wins to their name. So you with me on hammering the under nine wins after we heard this. Michael Thomas
1: likely out for the first five games news. Uh, I've already backed up a Brinks truck, brother. Uh, (laughs) yeah, we're going under nine on this one. I I feel like the only solution here is that the saints are going to have to go out and, and, and pick up somebody trade for somebody, hope that somebody gets cut in camp. Uh, that's a surprise. I mean, they're going to have to do something to be able to help out the wide receiving core, but I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat here for a second, Brad. Uh, what, what are you doing waiting until June? to do this surgery which is apparently when he did it this is almost yeah. like michael thomas going yeah this team's gonna suck and i don't really want to participate <laughs> this is weird dude to have somebody wait this long for an ankle injury that remember happened towards the end of the game in week one yes. last year it plagued like, in the this- entire year Yes. So for this to be something that he did, that according to reports, the surgery was in June, um, and, and now he's in this timeline where he's likely to miss, as you said, the first five games of the season. Come back after the bye week in Week Six. Uh, this is a dude that seems to be saying, uh, "Yeah, you guys have some fun without me. I'll be over here if you need me."
0: Yeah, and maybe he's just like, "Hey, I'm going to get some uh, beignets here locally, and you know, yeah, at uh, Cafe Dumont. Peace out. Uh, I'm just going to you know hang out, gain about 20 pounds. And let you guys uh, just, you know, circle
1: the drain very slowly this entire year. He's got one of those
0: like four foot
1: tall yard drinks uh, just full of a hurricane. That's what it is.
0: Yeah. Well, those sloshy drinks, man, they'll give me one hell of a hangover. And I think it's going to be a throbbing headache for New Orleans Saints fans for much of this year. Uh, Welcome to the post Drew Brees era. Saints fans. Maybe not fly the fleur-de-lis anytime soon. All right. Best of luck to Michael Thomas. But, yes, we are on the under nine wins for this Saints franchise uh, this season. All right. Let's get to it with this Friday edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lundy. uh Bunch of news yesterday, as well as the NFL issued their brand spanking new uh, vaccine mandate, uh, trying to guarantee 272 games played this season. And it's basically like get in line or run the risk. And DeAndre Hopkins was very vocal uh, about his stance in regards to the new NFL issued policy, uh, going as far as saying, you know, maybe I should uh, step aside from football. Of course, he quickly deleted his tweet that he had posted those comments on Twitter. Uh, but it does beg the question whether or not DeAndre Hopkins has been vaccinated this year. Now, he's not disclosed any of that information, but look, it does play a factor in fantasy. It also plays a factor in betting, and still, his props are live right now, and one of them. 1,400.5 receiving yards. I'm taking the under on that. Available at bet Rivers at minus 124. Uh, look, Hopkins, according to some of the prognosticators out there, fantasy football today has got kind of projected for 1,406 yards, but Mike Clay, has 1,372 and Jeff Ratcliffe even more conservative at 1,345. Last season on 160 targets, operating as the workhorse within this wide receiver core, hundred and fifty. Receptions, 1,407 yards and six touchdowns. But you add A.J. Green. We'll see if he's got a gas left in the tank at his advanced age. You bring in the gadgety Rondale Moore, a kid that lit scoreboards on fire. Boiler up during his days at Purdue. Yeah, Diop, again, had a 29.4 target share uh, last season. and was number two in Yak. It was number 10 in yards per route run. But Lundy, if he doesn't get two jabs, and if this Delta variant continues to wreak havoc across the country and, you know, God forbid he gets infected, it's a minimum 10 days missed, which means he may not only miss one game, it's possible he misses two. So knowing that is a card potentially in play here, uh, and this number already pretty high to begin with, yeah, I think the under is a smart money wager. Again, 1,400.5 minus 124 at Bet Rivers. Fader,
1: follow. I will follow on this one. And in fact, Brad, even before everything came out yesterday and Twitter, uh, you know, did what Twitter does uh, when news like this happens. I I thought this number might be a little bit too high for him anyway, Uh, just because you try to move the ball around a little bit. You talked about trying to figure out what A.J.'s got in the tank. But I think the more Arizona wants to try to move this uh, offense around, try to spread things out a little bit. Yes, you've got a stud in Hopkins, but. You also can't sit there and have tunnel vision. you got to try to have some options within your offense. So I I thought this number might have been a little bit uh, pushing a little bit too high to begin with. But then you look at the question marks raised about the vaccination. And, you know, we always worry about somebody's health. So when you've got a number this high, um, I tend to lean preseason towards the under just because you do have a lot of different things that can happen between now and the end of the season when we're looking at the box scores.
0: DeAndre to dry up in the desert. Yep. Number four. All right, let's move on and let's continue living the land down under. And this is one that kind of is baffling to me, that the line is this high, especially given recent events. Uh, Kadarius Tony, rookie out of the University of Florida, Uh, Now a member of the New York Giants, and this one available at BetMGM. I am under 524.5 receiving yards, and it's not juice to high heaven at minus 139. Why am I fading Tony? Well, it's pretty easy. He's on the COVID-19 list. He's a rookie who, if you looked at all of the scouting reports out there from esteemed writers and scouts, they've all said one thing, and one thing unanimously, this kid lacks route running polish. So these days missed in training camp are critical to his early development and potential impact here in year one. Now, he was a break tackle machine with the ball in his hands. Explosive, got a lot of shimmy, shake, and power after the catch. Uh, kind of a gadgety type, you know, that Paris Campbell, Percy Harvin-like mold. He had some sure hands, too, with the Gators chomping down on a lot of uh, balls, tosses, general direction by Kyle Trask. Only three drops on 123 catchable passes during his college career... Uh, but again, you got a crowded wide receiver core with Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, and the shiny new toy in Kenny Galladay. And a lot of the prognosticators out there, you know, even banking on Kadarius Tony to play 17 games this season, well under this total. Jeff Ratcliffe got him projected for 482. Fantasy football today at just 255 yards. And I think that one is going to be the winner-winner chicken dinner here in the end. I don't think he's going to crack 300 yards, especially now well behind the eight ball missing these pivotal days of practice in late July and early August. So, Fader, follow, Kadarius Toney, under
1: 524.5 receiving yards, minus 139 at BetMGM. Well, let's see. You're a rook. You're a slot guy that struggles sometimes with the routes. You've got sure hands, but it's a crowded wide receiver room. Who in the bleep decided to put this number at 524 and a half? Good Lord, that's way too high. I'm actually a little more bullish than you just talked about. I think he cracks 300, but I think he's literally like 310, 325, somewhere in that range. This number is set way, way, way too high for me, unless there is something that somebody out there knows that you and I don't. Because I think the addition of Galladay is obviously huge for them Um, they must think there's going to be these these massive negative game scripts where they're going to (laughs) have to throw it to the slot no that doesn't make any sense to me i think he's got a skill set that can be molded but i don't think he's there yet uh despite his uh you know top pick status with the giants he is going to be a work in progress they're going to need to mold him a little bit and i just don't see how he can get within sniffing distance of this number
0: tony 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 no, nah, he's not going to do it again. Number three. All right, let's get a running back player prop in here for season long devices. And let's focus on a player that is somewhat divisive in the fantasy community. You either love him or you hate him. Clyde Edwards Alaire, sophomore running back, formerly the LSU Tigers, now a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. And the line just on rush yards, not receiving yards, not receptions, not combined yards, just rush yards. 900.5. And I am. Whoa, it's the theme today. Living in the land down under yet again at minus 111. This one available at BET MGM. Now, last season, his rookie campaign, CEH on 181 it carries at 803 rushing yards on 66.1% of the opportunity share. Uh, had a laudable 2.98 yak per attempt mark that was number 24 among all eligible running backs. Forced a missed tackle 19.3% of the time, and was number 21 in yards created per touch. But Daryl Williams is a guy that you shouldn't immediately, right off because the coaching staff loves him. I think he's going to get more early down work than people suspect within arguably the best offense in the NFL. And C.H. has come out and said that he really wants to strive and improve in one area and one area primarily, and that is a pass catcher. And I think we're, that is where he's going to be deployed more often than not. So I think the workload is going to be somewhat similar. I think he's going to tow the line of 200 carries in an expanded season. A lot of the forecasters out there I, I think tend to agree. Mike Lays got him at 896 rush yards Jeff Ratcliffe at 864 fantasy football today however on the over at 917 again I think it's a fair number I think it's a solid number but I think it's gonna be right around 860 875 rush yards when it's all said and done his hilarious Mr. Lundy fade or follow on
1: my under 900.5 rush yards again minus 111 at Ben MGM not a bet I would make. However, for purposes of the pod, I will follow and I'll take the under. I, I think he's going to be close. You just talked about like 875. I, I think he's going to be close to this number. I think they, uh, but I do think that Williams is underappreciated, uh, as you said, in the fantasy community. And I think because of that, you've got to factor that into what you think ceh's numbers are going to be by the end of the season so i actually think this could be a bet sweat type of thing um and i hate that for season long props. (laughs) Uh, so i'm gonna uh, this is one i would stay away from in terms of my own personal betting however as we talk about i always have to make a decision because well that's what we do here on the pod so i will follow you on this one although it's probably one i would avoid big time
0: yep uh, be a coward. Uh, I'm taking the under, and comfortably so. You and I will agree to disagree on that one. Oh, with that, stick around for my top picks in Major League Baseball, and bonus time. All right, Luddy, let's go to the diamond, and this one, uh, I had to do like a triple take uh, because I wasn't sure if my eyes were deceiving me. I wasn't sure the uh, blurriness was from last night's high tequila consumption or, you know, just wiping the sleep out of my eyes or all the above, but Willie Peralta, uh, who is the starting pitcher for the Detroit Tigers, is going up against Kansas City. His strikeout prop is just two-and-a-half punch-outs at minus 120 At DraftKings Sportsbook, and I'm breaking out the. Sledgehammer on the over on this. Peralta has been over this in three of his last four turns of the rotation. And he has been pitching brilliantly in his last 24 innings pitched. Just one earned run issued only six walks over that span. Uh, Kansas City struggling offensively here in the month of July. 685 OPS and number 16 in strikeout rate over the last 30 days. All I need is uno, dos, Trace. three strikeouts. That's it for Willie
1: Peralta. Are you with me? Fade or follow? Two and a half? Two and a half. This is like when you do the 0.5 three pointers, right? Like you just kind of. 0.5 blocks for Giannis, and he gets like six in the game. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Uh, I'll tell you what, just because it's such a low number, it's a Friday and I'm feeling frisky. And because of the fact that the first three pieces of the fade five today were all unders and you're finally over on something. I mean, you apparently are in a mood today. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and follow you on this one. Let's see if he can pull it off. Get me to three. That's all I need. As you pointed out, he's done it in three out of the last four. Uh, So I am fingers crossed that all we need is a three amigos version Mm. of the strikeout Mm. prop. And we're feeling good.
0: Uh, You know, trace amigos is a tequila brand bartender, bartender, hair of the dog. Number one. All right, let's get in one more Major League Baseball selection here on this Freaky Friday. And it's my favorite one on the board. Give me the over on the L.A. Dodgers five and a half runs against chichi gonzalez and the colorado rockies at minus 130 this one i pulled from DraftKings sportsbook i look at the dodgers they got a 788 home ops on the season and they are raking right now at the dish 819 ops in the month of july they have gone over five and a half runs in six of ten games against the rival rockies this season and it's chichi do you need any additional evidence? Six point six four ERA on the road this year. The last time he faced the Dodgers is only start against the Blues uh, this year. Uh, that was on July sixteenth. Four innings pitched, seven earned runs. He's gonna get clocked again. Way over. Dodgers gonna put up a ton of crooked numbers. So again, over five and a half runs. LAD against the COL minus one thirty fader follow.
1: Yes, slam it over the fence at Chavez Ravine. Yes, I'm all over this one. Uh, This is going to be an easy over. As you pointed out, the seven earned runs the last time. The thing about Gonzalez with the Rockies is it is kind of a feast or famine with him. You know, you look at the start he had against the Brewers back at the end of June. One earned run, right? Yeah. But he also played the Brewers at Coors Field about a week sooner. Gave up six like, it's just he is up and down. And unfortunately, he's going to go against the Dodgers team that's super, uh, uh, super hot at home uh, and is going to rack up the numbers. So, yes, it would not surprise me at all to see the Dodgers put seven uh, on the board by the time this is uh, all said and done. So a team total at five and a half. Yes, sir. Smash that one over the fence.
0: All right. Before we get out of here for the weekend and party on down, let's work in some bonus times. Lundy, uh, we got opening
1: ceremonies tonight in the Olympics. Anything to bet on there? Yes, well, we could uh, because it's actually already happened and we're going to be watching it on tape delay. Oh, yeah, uh, damn it. So, uh, yeah, well, uh, we, you know, that's what's kind of weird about the Olympics, right? you got to make <laughs> right. sure you're paying attention to the live. Uh, let me give you a couple. First of all, uh, hat tip to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook who have come up with some really cool new props when it comes to baseball, including what a category they call daily specials, Brad. Mm. And daily specials include things like the highest scoring game of the day. Uh, yesterday, I got that one with Detroit and Texas in the afternoon game. So let me see if I can stay on a hot streak there. Highest scoring game of the day at plus 800, Brad. Give me the Angels and the Twins. That's who I will take to be the highest scoring game of the day. My other bonus time picks, give me Trey Mancini for an RBI at plus 160 and give me both Texas and the Yankees on the run line. They are both underdogs so it's plus one and a half for each one of them. That payday is a plus one Yes,
0: the post Nelson Cruz era for the Minnesota Twinkies. Uh, all right, uh, my bonus times. Give me Freddie Peralta. Over seven and a half strikeouts at home against the Southsiders of Chicago, the White Sox, number 15 in K-rate over the last 30 days. Now, Peralta's been over this in just six of his last 12, uh, but he is well-rested. This is his first start since the All-Star break, and he's got a sparkling 2.04 home ERA with an 11.82K per nine. I think it's a snowman in the box score. Eight strikeouts exactly for Peralta. Uh, give me Justin Turner, all Over one and a half total bases at plus 105 against Chichi Gonzalez and that Colorado Rockies rotation. Um, Three away batting average in his career against Chichi with a home run and three RBIs. He's batting 370 over his last 30 days. And uh, the real life Gritty, a 406 batting average against Colorado with 13 RBIs and 32 at-bats. This summer. So I think Justin Turner is going to rake. Oh, and here's some Olympic action for S's and G's. On Sunday, give me Francais. Parlez-vous Francais? Plus 12 against Team USA. I think Rudy Gobert is going to keep this one in single digits. Uh, I think there's going to be some early chemistry issues for Team USA, though that team is ultimately stacked. And then give me the Aussies. Oi, oi, oi. Minus seven and a half against Nigeria, a team that they handled uh, during the exhibition slate uh, that was played recently in Vegas, Australia, with uh, Patty Mills there, uh, Matthew Della Vadova, Engels, and a host of other NBA or former NBA players, I think are going to win this thing by nine to 11 in the end against Nigeria. also has a few Uh, uh, NBA players, including Precious Achua. So, uh, still those two on Sunday, a little doubleheader action for you if you want to get in on some of the round ball in the Olympics. All right, uh, with that, that is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Uh, Please follow Luddy on Twitter, at NateLuddy. Follow me there at NoisyWavos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And as well, as always, until next time, Fade! or follow, that is up to you. Feed the noise.